1: Today is Wednesday, September 22nd, 2021, and here's what you need to know to be smart today. A revolt! Haitian migrants seize control of a deportation bus and escape into Texas as open borders, chaos, and invasion crush the country. The Texas governor calls Joe Biden a man made disaster, and Border czar Kamala Harris slanders border agents just doing their job trying to keep America safe. We live in an unsafe world and the man responsible for making it unsafe spoke at the United Nations. Joe Biden quickly put America last on the world stage, but America first was right outside of Joe Biden's hotel in downtown Manhattan. Trump supporters troll Biden with giant flags saying Trump won and upside down American flags, the stars and stripes flying outside of Joe Biden's hotel room in downtown New York City. That is an indicator of Biden's overall approval rating, which continues to sink like a submarine in the Iraqi Navy. CNN says Democrats should be terrified, and we agree. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. My fellow Americans, it is more important now than ever ever to decouple yourself from the leftist propaganda machine that is trying to corrupt your news, trying to destroy your truth and give you false narratives about the world around you. They want to lie to you. They want you to be stupid. They want you to be controllable, live ungovernable, live with the truth. That is what the show is all about. Your subscription to The Benny Show means so much to us. We are an independent, 100% independent news gathering podcast that will tell you the truth about the world around you. We verify our sources. We will tell you the information that you have to know to be functional and to be mobile and to be able to predict what is going to happen next in this crazy world. We really appreciate your subscription. And if you really want to help our show... Please share this podcast with your friends and neighbors. It helps out so much. We are here for the truth, so let's get into it. Our first story today is an absolute shocker. But not for those who have been listening to this show. We've been covering the migrant invasion at our southern border, and that is precisely what it is. Definitionally, it is an invasion. Like most invasions, it has now turned violent. We read to you from the Washington Examiner and Yahoo News. Chaos at the border. Haitian migrants revolt in custody and seize control of privately contracted bus. This article will leave your jaw on the floor but this is the predictable result of lawlessness. Listen, if you are a criminal and your first act is to criminally break the laws of a country, what do you think is going to happen? You are 2,000 miles away from home. Haiti is 2,000 miles away from Del Rio in Texas. Do you think the people that traveled 2,000 miles and spent their last dimes, their last nickels, Whatever they had, people in Haiti are incredibly poor. People in Haiti are incredibly desperate. People in Haiti live inside of a failed state. How did they get to America? Great question, but one for another time. These people are desperate. Do you think they're going home? No. But the Biden administration is essentially telling them that they're sending them home, putting them on buses, and now they are revolting, overtaking the buses, overtaking the bus drivers. Lord knows what could have happened. Let's read the story. Haitian migrants who were being transported on a federally contracted private bus away from the border revolted during the ride and overtook control of the commercial vehicle before escaping, according to two law enforcement officials. The migrants on board had been picked up in a makeshift migrant camp where thousands were waiting and taken into custody. It's not clear which federal agency, Customs and Border Protection or Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE, was overseeing the transport. CBP initially apprehends, transports, and processes illegal immigrants. The ICE agency is responsible for longer-term detention and removal from the country. Neither agency responded to requests, so we do not know exactly who is responsible just yet. Nonetheless, here is what we know. The two people who spoke to this reporter on the condition of anonymity confirmed that the incident said law enforcement searched for the escapees and they were able to recapture them. But that is not without a horrifying incident where the bus was overtaken by criminal migrants, once again, whose first act it was to break our laws. Then second act is to remain in this country illegally. And then the third act is to revolt on a... Go- this is a government bus. It's a government bus. This is a federal bus. It is being t- paid for by your taxpayers. Presumably, the driver is an American and he was overran by criminal illegal migrants. Young men, according to Fox News, Fox News' Bill Mnuchin was at the camp in Del Rio. He has a stunning report about bus, a bus just like this and the types of personnel who were on it. Bill Mnuchin says that the young men in the camps have been taken out of the camps. They have been working to remove the single young men out of the camps because the Biden administration was worried about just this. Incredible how this isn't the number one news story in the country right now. The Biden administration was worried that there was going to be a violent revolt inside the camps as these young men came to the realization that they were being deported back to Haiti. They've already spent every scrap of wealth that they have to come to America. A very long trip, presumably not a fun trip, 2,000 mile trip. It's equivalent of traveling from San Francisco to New York, and now you have the return flight being loaded back onto a plane and being taken back to Haiti, the place that you just escaped, the failed state in the middle of the Caribbean. And trust me, it is indeed a failed state. We're going to get into that next. Here's what Bill Mnuchin had to say, and Bill Mnuchin here actually gives up the ghost and says, listen, these young men have been behaving very aggressively towards us, Fox News. They've been behaving aggressively towards me, a reporter. It's been a little scary at times. uh, And these are the kind of young men who overran the bus in a violent revolt. The only way you can describe it, a violent revolt against our country, uh, our taxpayers, and against our rule of law. Listen to this report.
2: America, but this is the reality of the situation here at the border right now. At last check, I'm told there are about 8,600 people living in here right now, still waiting to find out what's going to happen with their processing. And Border Patrol sources are telling me that for the most part, they've cleared out a large majority of the single adult males. As you take a live look from our drone above, you can see the size and scope of the camp. But I'm told the reason why they tried to clear out all those single adult males is because they were concerned that, word would start spreading around that they would potentially be deported or repatriated, potentially organize and either cause trouble, revolt, start some sort of a riot, that sort of a thing. So they've wanted to get specific people out of here. And since we've been at the camp this week, we, we did notice that a lot of guys came up to us and asked us, are we going to be deported? Telling us you guys need to find out for us. Some of them started getting a little bit aggressive, upset, some of them were holding up signs saying we want refuge, we we should not be deported, but The size of this camp has been almost cut in half since its climax on Saturday at about 15,000. But as you can see, Border Patrol still has a heck of a lot of work to do here, Martha. So
1: yes, the Biden regime is sponsoring an invasion on our southern border. You may remember that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, while running for president, while fighting against each other in the Democratic primaries when Kamala Harris was calling Joe Biden an old racist, who was against busing, right? Well, now you have a situation where Joe Biden's border buses uh, indeed are carrying Haitian migrants, and they are escaping. Does that mean Joe Biden is also now again against busing? Well, we'll have to see. Joe Biden doesn't answer a lot of questions these days. In fact, Joe Biden answers has answered exactly seven questions in seven days, according to verified reports on Twitter. Yeah, that's not really great. Maybe something Kamala could ask him. Are you still against busing? Both of them are in favor of the crisis that they created on the border, and how can you so confidently say it's their crisis? It is clear. You nearly and merely need to listen to their words while they were running for president. While they were running in the Democratic primary, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris promised goodies. They promised free health care. They promised open borders. They promised to tear down Trump's wall. They promised entitlement programs for illegal migrants. And they promised to create the magnets that is right now causing the chaos at the border. It should be no surprise. This story about the migrants overrunning the bus should be no surprise. It is actually the most predictable thing that is happening in this country right now. When you incentivize lawlessness, when you create magnets that bring lawlessness into our country, well, that is what you are going to get, a lawless country, people behaving like they are criminals, and indeed, they are criminals. That is what Joe Biden and Kamala Harris promised when running for president, and well, those magnets were created the instant that they got into office. Joe Biden halted the stop of the, the, the stoppage of the border wall construction on the border. He halted it the day of his inauguration. And then they reversed the Trump Remain in Mexico policies, the Trump MPP, the Trump uh, Migrant Protection Protocols. And then they got to work creating the incentives that are now bringing the invasion into our country. It is truly, truly their masterstroke. But they promised they would do it. They promised they would do it. Anyone who knows just basic economics, anyone who's ever read Milton Friedman, knows that you cannot have an open border and a welfare state. It is basic economics, but Joe Biden and Kamala Harris do not have a singular brain cell between the two of them that ever studied economics. Here they are on the presidential debate stage promising America exactly what America is getting right now. You Biden voters feel ashamed. Listen. to this.
0: Raise your hand if, gov- if your government plan would provide coverage for undocumented immigrants. Okay. Vice President Biden, I believe you said that your health care plan would not cover undocumented immigrants. Could you explain your position?
3: I'm sorry, I beg your pardon. I'm here.
0: I believe at the show of hands, you did not raise your hand. Did you raise oh, your hand? No, no I did. I, okay, but, 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 sorry, sorry. Uh, so, so you said they would be covered under your plan, which yes. is different than Obamacare.
3: Yes, but here, here's the thing. Can you explain that change? Yes. You cannot let, as, as the mayor said, you cannot let people who are sick, no matter where they come from, no matter what their status, go uncovered. You can't do that. It's just going to be taken care of, period. You have to. It's a humane thing to do. I believe that undocumented people should have health care in this country. I think undocumented people need to have a means by which they can be covered when they're sick. And so the idea is that's what I think we should be doing by building more clinics around the country, not just for undocumented for other people, when they're ill, when they're sick. People need, this is just common decency. You're not going to let somebody. Some popular. Well, I know it well is. Well over 50% of people polled say undocumented, or undocumented people here should not have health care on our dime. Well, let I me mean, tell you something. In an emergency, they should have health care. Everybody should, anybody here in the country. No, there will not be another foot of wall constructed on my administration, number one. Number two, what I'm gonna focus on, and the the fact is that somebody in this group written a lot about the border.
2: The bill also says, quote, every individual who is a resident of the United States is entitled to benefits for health care services under this act. Not every individual who's a citizen but every individual who's a resident. Mm -hmm. So you support giving universal health care, Medicare for all to people who are in this country illegally?
0: Let me just be very clear about this. I am opposed to any policy that would deny in our country any human being from access to public safety, public education, or public health, period. What
3: I would do as president is several more things because things have changed. I would, in fact, make sure that there is, we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression, you should come. I would change the order that the president just changed, saying women who were being beaten and abused could no longer claim that as a reason for asylum. And by the way, retrospectively.
1: Uh, Should undocumented immigrants also be able to get subsidized health care?
3: If they are working in the United States of America and they are paying taxes, they should have access to health
1: care. So the lawlessness, the chaos, the carnage on our border was actually promised by the two people who are running the country right now and completely in charge of our border policy. In a way, it's hard to really be angry at them looking at it from a very generous perspective, at least they're doing what they promised. At least Kamala Harris and Joe Biden are behaving exactly the way they told us they would behave. You have to give them a little something for that. Something you can't give them, however, is any credit on understanding how economies work, especially in a universe where you have a border with failed states. And that's precisely what happened. In Haiti, you have a failed state. Now, how do I know this assuredly. I have been to Haiti. I've seen it with my own two eyeballs. I have seen the 50-plus percent unemployment rate. I have seen the destitution, the desperation, the filth, the disease. I was there to work inside of a hospital. I worked with Rand Paul. Rand Paul is a surgeon. He has a steady hand, and he used that steady hand to cut out cataracts inside of the eyes of Haitians. Inside of Haiti. This is beautiful work. It's charitable, Christian work. And it was wonderful that Rand Paul spent time doing that. He was actually running for president at the time Rand Paul was running for president in 2016 when he was cutting out cataracts from poor Haitians inside of Haiti. Of course, you would never hear about that because it's a flattering story about how generous and kind Rand Paul is. But I covered it at the time, and here is the report that we produced. The
3: pupil, where you see someone's iris, the colored part of the eye, inside or behind the iris sits the lens, and as you get older, it becomes more opaque, and at some point in time, when it affects the vision significantly, we call it a cataract. four cases now, and
2: uh, we're
1: well on our way. We're
3: hoping to do about 40 cataract surgeries today, and uh, hopefully about 200 over the next three or four days. Not only do they get their vision back, they'll be able to help themselves to eat, help others continue to work. This helps people to get back involved and get their life moving again. And it's a pretty quick recovery and pretty successful, the vast majority will get their vision back.
1: Listen, I wish that I could fund every American to go to a failed state, whether that be Cuba, Venezuela, Haiti. I wish I could pay for single one-way tickets for any American who wants socialism, communism, authoritarianism. Truly, it's just despotism, right? It's simply strong man. Authoritarianism is what the modern Democratic Party is. It's what communism is. It's what all of these places are ruled by, and it breeds abject corruption and destruction for the people of these nations. It is criminal. It's horrifying to see. It is so sad when you see it up close, and I wish I could present all of this to my fellow Americans, especially those who support Joe Biden, especially those who support AOC, Ilhan Omar, and those who know better. Ilhan Omar is from a failed state. She is from a failed state that is in chaos and civil war. But here we have her in this country fomenting the exact same things. These people never learn. Many Americans, my fellow Americans, are rational people, and I wish I could show them. The best that you can do is create documentaries like that and attempt to bring that to people. In our modern era of sharing and social media, millions and millions of views we have brought to documentaries on Cuba, Venezuela, documentaries on communist China, communism in general, and also on the failed state in Haiti. This is a warning sign, a warning sign against open borders, a warning sign about the reality of the world that we live in. If you have open borders, it is similar to having an open door on your home or open windows. It is like having your home laid open for your entire neighborhood. Now, maybe you live in a nice neighborhood, and your neighbors would come over and help you patch up the door. I used to live in Washington, D.C., around multiple drug houses, crack houses. The people who lived in those crack houses, they wouldn't care. They would walk right into your home. We had home invasions in our home in Washington, D.C., multiple times. Regularly, our car windows would get smashed for people trying to steal from us. And if our doors and windows were gone, we had bars on our doors and window in Washington, D.C., in our home. The home came like that. It was like that for decades. If you had open doors, if the bars were off, and you had open windows, and the bars were off, well, then what you would have is every single hobo, drug addict, and junkie wandering through your house and taking your stuff. That's open borders. Now, when you have a welfare state, what it is is it's opening up your cabinets, your fridge, and your safe, and your bank account to those bums as well. It's leaving your credit cards on the table, your cell phone, and your bank account numbers and Venmo open for the bums to use, for the drug addicts and junkies to access. That is what having a welfare state inside of your country and then having open borders is akin to. You wouldn't live like that. You certainly wouldn't live long like that. Your household would collapse in an instant certainly if you lived in a bad neighborhood, but even if you lived in a good neighborhood, word would get out that you don't have to work, you don't have to provide for yourself, you can simply live under the roof of someone else who provides for their family and you can take from them. And that is precisely what open borders and a welfare state is. It is the perfect allegory. It's why people are right now in a panic over what is happening on the southern border. It truly is absolutely horrifying to the people of Texas. It is awful on a state level, policy-wise. It's awful on a human being level. The Biden administration is doing criminal things to the people of Texas. It's fair to call it criminal because it is against the law. Truly, how they are behaving right now, with their border policy is against multiple American laws, but no one seems to care. Someone who does have the back of the people of Texas is Governor Greg Abbott. Greg Abbott gave a news conference yesterday. He has been trying desperately to stem the tide of what the Biden administration is facilitating, a true invasion into his state. We hope that Greg Abbott deploys the full force of the National Guard, the full force of the Texas Border Patrol and police force wound up at the Del Rio sector opening, the opening of the river where the migrants were crossing over from Haiti, and it did deter the migrants. Greg Abbott had some very choice words to say about Joe Biden yesterday, calling Joe Biden, indeed, a man-made disaster of inhumanity, of epic proportions. Listen to this.
2: Failure to enforce laws that exist in the United States leads to chaos, and chaos leads to inhumanity. The Biden administration is a man made disaster of inhumanity of epic proportions. It must end, it must end immediately, and the way to end it is by the Biden administration stepping up and finally enforcing the immigration laws of the United States of America.
1: So, Greg Abbott, definitely no love lost there with the Biden administration. It turns out that the Biden administration is just utterly incompetent in their handling of this crisis. Even Democrat members of Congress and Democrat mayors on the border are essentially crying out, pleading for help from the Biden administration getting nothing, not even from their own party. In fact, it turns out that their own party, in concert with their... Their stormtroopers in the media. The human centipede of DNC talking points recycled through our media like a roto router and then regurgitated out of the mouths of our Democratic officials. Indeed, that centipede is as strong as ever when it came to images of the Border Patrol essentially making sure that our border laws were enforced. What happened were mounted... Many of these migrants are on foot, and so it is imperative to have a mounted cavalry, so to speak, of Border Patrol agents in order to run them down and to make sure that they don't escape directly into the country. That is a bad thing. That certainly is dangerous. You don't know who these people are, and indeed, you have multiple instances of people on the terrorist watch list entering our country through the open border. So yeah, we should probably check on who these people are and we should use all of the technologies at our disposal to do that. And if those technologies happen to be horses, well, yeah, we should use those as well. Now, how do you ride a horse? I'm from the country. My wife grew up raising horses and I know a thing or two about riding a horse. We rode them as kids and uh, my wife is actually quite good at that. She raised horses and brought them out to the, to the Delaware State Fair, right? And, uh, she was going to the Delaware State Fair and showing her horses. Anyway, uh, they still have horses on my wife's family farm, and it is pretty clear that when you're riding a horse, you actually don't carry a whip with you. But the low-information, low-IQ, smooth-brained marshmallow brains inside of our corporate media... We're happy to declare that the migrant, the Haitian migrants, were being whipped by Border Patrol because the Border Patrol was using what looked like a strap of leather. Well, I think people in our corporate media should actually take a moment and ask perhaps a single question, like, uh, let's see, how do you actually steer a horse? How would you... Tell an animal which direction to go. It, w- is it a whip or is it a rein? It actually is rain. It's a rein. It's a common term. Any any, any non-simpleton knows this. A common term is a rein. It is a piece of leather that attaches to a bit in the horse's mouth. It's how you guide the horse. Indeed, when you are trying to wrangle, rally, or push uh, an individual... Uh, in this case, a criminal, a legal alien of whom you have no idea who this person is, if you are trying to incentivize them to go a certain direction, you're going to have to move the horse. And so that is precisely what is happening. These professional horse-mounted officers in our Border Patrol, safe, good, noble men, used the reins to guide their horses in order to do their jobs. Someone who has no understanding of how to do their job and has never actually done their job is our border czar, Kamala Harris, who used this finally. She had a moment where she had the high ground. Yes, finally, we have a moment where the expertise of Kamala Harris can come into full fruition. Yes, we finally have a moment where Kamala Harris can be exactly what she has been training to be. The inciter of race riots, the inciter of more race hatred in this country, fanning the flames of hysteria, allowing criminal illegals and criminals to go free. Kamala Harris, the person who wanted you to fund the bailout fund for murderous true criminals in Minneapolis, is back at it again. Kamala Harris has been completely absent on the border. Kamala Harris laughed and giggled in the faces of every reporter who asked her to go to the border, as borders are. But Kamala Harris finally came out of hiding. We haven't seen Kamala Harris in like 40 years. She finally came out of hiding in order to critique her own border patrol agents for doing their job and keeping America safe. Yes, Kamala Harris said what I saw depicted those individuals on horseback treating human beings the way they were Is horrible. I fully support what is happening right now, which is a thorough investigation. Well, let me tell you what the the investigation will find. The investigation will find that these officers were doing their job and that these officers were guiding their horses in order to stop illegal migrants from entering our country. Criminal migrants who make America less safe. That's what the officers were doing. Kamala Harris, this is utterly lost on her. She sees an intersectional opportunity in order to push a more divisive narrative, dunk on law enforcement, free illegal criminals into the country, free dangerous criminals into the country, and to backstab the law enforcement that is there to help her and to keep our nation safe. That is what Kamala Harris sees, so Kamala Harris springs into action like the leftist superhero that she is. Gosh, she's just so grotesque, such a grotesque individual, such a disgusting individual, Kamala Harris. Okay, go ahead and listen to what Kamala Harris has to say, slandering and libeling our, our, our brave law enforcement and border officers. Just, just sickening. Listen.
0: What I saw depicted about um, those individuals on horseback treating human beings the way they were is horrible. And um, I fully support what is happening right now, which is a thorough investigation into exactly what is going on there.
1: Just an astonishing line there from Kamala Harris, an astonishing interview. She crawled out from whatever rock she was living under. We haven't seen Kamala Harris answer a honest question in days, weeks, months. Kamala Harris crawled out from under a rock because she sniffed her opportunity to truly control the only narratives that she wishes to control, which is Uh, inspiring and inciting hatred against police officers. Kamala Harris has never met a criminal that she didn't want to see free on the street to torment your family. She's never met a cop. She didn't want to backstab. And she's never found or seen a racial hoax, which is exactly what this is, a racial hoax that she didn't want to try and play in her political favor. You may remember that Kamala Harris said this about Jesse Smollett wrapping a noose around his neck and paying migrants uh, from Uganda, I believe, to, uh, essentially, uh, commit a fake hate crime against him. Yes, that's right. Uh, black men to pose as MAGA supporters and commit a fake hate crime. Here's what Kamala Harris had to say about that fake hate crime.
2: Shep, candidates here are being confronted with questions about whether or not they were too quick to condemn the attackers in the Jussie Smollett case, including Senator Kamala Harris, who needed a minute to think about whether or not she stood by her previous comment that the attack was an attempted modern-day
0: lynching. Which tweet? What tweet? Uh, the About uh, saying that it is a modern-day lynching that, um, uh, sorry. <laughs>
1: yes. Jussie Smollett.
0: Um, so I will say this about that case. I think that the facts are still unfolding and um, I'm very um, concerned about, obviously.
1: Well, the Border Patrol wasn't about to let Kamala Harris have the last statement here. Border Patrol agents are furious at Kamala Harris, calling her an absolute idiot.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify.
1: Uh, Here is a uh, statement from Fox News. A Border Patrol agent speaking on the condition of anonymity said it just proves what absolute idiots they are in regard to Kamala Harris's remarks. She is placing blame on the agents to deflect because she and Biden are not going to change how they are handling this. That's right. They are trying to look for a scapegoat. Shockingly, someone who's not allowing them to do that is a member of their own Democratic Party representative Henry Quayle, a Democrat from Texas.
3: Uh, Border Patrol has had those horse uh, brigades for a while. They've had them for a while. Uh, number one. Number two, they don't carry whips and they do not carry lassos. I think the picture you're talking about, at least the one I've seen, is uh, the rain, the rain of the horses. Uh, so, and should again, those be used? Should those well, be used, I, even I, if it is a rain? Well, I, I, again, if there was a problem it should be investigated and i think that's it but we cannot paint uh the border patrol with the same type of paintbrush uh look you know they, they what are they supposed to do just stand there and let everybody come in
1: the congressman wasn't the only government government official to step out and defend the border patrol here who are just trying to do their jobs and keep america safe border patrol president art del cuello pushed back on these accusations as well. He said, and I quote, they were not whipping anyone. They do not carry whips. They don't get assigned whips. What they do is a training technique that has been shown to them to make sure that no one takes over the horse. It is to protect the horse, to protect the rider and to protect the individual that's trying to cause the chaos to knock down the rider or the horses. So they twirl the reins in order to protect everything and make sure everyone is out and done correctly. But nobody was getting whipped. Some members of the media are pushing that narrative and our agency and our administration isn't helping much by saying something about it. That's right, calling out Kamala Harris directly. What an embarrassment. What an embarrassment. You have the Border Patrol president sitting there having to gut check Kamala Harris. It's So humiliating, indeed. Alexandro Mayorkas, of course, our DHS secretary and leftist plebe, the man responsible for all of this, the liar who tells his Border Patrol agents behind your back and my back that everything is spiraling out of control and it's unsustainable, while he got trotted out in front of the Senate in order to toe the line So so it were toe the line maybe with one of these whips would it be a good toe yeah we'll see all right well he said that mounted officials use these reins to ensure control of the horse but they're gonna investigate the facts yes all right wonderful we've had our moment here where kamala harris can rush onto the stage and say finally she is convinced that there is a moment a moment with the border. Something on the border that she is interested in, and it has to do with people being whipped. It has to do with total and complete fake news. It has to do with nothing grounded in reality. No, no. It's just Kamala Harris doing what she does best and making Americans hate their law enforcement more and want more criminals free and backstabbing the people who are there to keep us safe. There we go. All right, well... A lot of backstabbing was going on inside of the Biden administration yesterday, and it happened on a world stage and on a grand level. Joe Biden was far, far away from the border, not even talking about the border. Joe Biden was in New York. He was in Manhattan for his big world stage debut at the United Nations. Now, the United Nations is indeed one of the most contemptible, vile hives of scum and villainy in the world. The United Nations is a terrible place that platforms dictators and some of the cruelest, most oppressive regimes on Earth and gives them power over us, America. The place that funds the United Nations, the place that hosts the United Nations. The United Nations doesn't exist. It collapses into a black hole without America. But yet we give places like Iran and China a seat at the table to critique America Inside of the United Nations. Indeed, a sky, a hive of globalist scum and authoritarian leaders. That's why Joe Biden fit right in yesterday. It's why they were applauding Joe Biden. But that applause stopped very quickly after Joe Biden started speaking gibberish and coughing uh, incessantly throughout his speech. Everyone inside of the room, which, by the way, no vaccine mandate to get into the room, no vaccination mandate to walk into the United Nations. Yeah. isn't it funny it's amazing who they exempt right it's amazing who they exempt well anyway joe biden coughing wheezing and slurring his speech from the top of the little dais there inside of the united nations man that entire building should just be pushed in the east river uh he is coughing he is having all manner of hysteria and pushing all manner of climate alarmism a build back better world, he said, and he talked about pure globalist welfare. We have some of the best highlighted clips here for you on Joe Biden. Again, diseased Biden coughing, wheezing, and uh, beleagueringly dragging the world further and furthermore into post-modernist uh, leftist uh, utopia, which really is just an authoritarian socialism. So we'll go ahead and listen to that.
3: By urgent and looming crises wherein lie enormous opportunities if, if we can summon the will on our existing development assistance and global health and and a global health threat council council that is armed with the tools we need on three key challenges, saving lives now, vaccinating the world and building back better. This year has also brought widespread death and devastation from the borderless climate crisis. The extreme weather events that we have seen in every part of the world, and you all know it and feel it, represent what the Secretary General has rightly called code red for humanity. And the scientists and experts are telling us that we're fast approaching a point of no return in
1: a literal sense. I didn't want to break out one specific Biden line that I thought was just choice, the best line from the entire speech. I was laughing, laughing watching this. Joe Biden said that he wants to reward countries that allow their people to breathe. The future will belong to those who give
3: their people the ability to breathe free, not those who seek to suffocate their people with an iron hand. Authoritarianism, the authoritarianism of the world, may seek to proclaim the end of the age of democracy,
1: but they're wrong. Well, that's very interesting. The man who's pushing mask mandates on two-year-olds on planes and on kindergartners in school. The man who wears his mask while fully vaccinated inside of rooms of people that he demands wear their masks. The man who lives and dies by COVID fear porn is sitting there talking about breathing freely. Yeah. All right. Cool. Go ahead and attack DeSantis a little more, you cretinous scum. This is such a bag of old rotted oatmeal, Joe Biden. Just such an unhealthy and such a dishonest person. Truly, they just gaslighting in for in gaslighting in real time, gaslighting in real time. They think you're stupid. They think you're dumb. But not even Joe Biden could get away from questions at the border. Joe Biden was asked as he was leaving the UN, he got a single question. They popped off at him. Joe Biden asked about his border crisis and Joe Biden essentially is forced to admit that the border crisis is happening. Yes, that's right. Joe Biden saying the border is not under control. Listen to this. Mr.
2: President, what's your reaction to the images from the southern border? Get it under control.
3: Get it under control or you have it under control. We will get it
4: under
1: control. So here is our new reality in America. You have a president who is finally admitting the border is not under control. You have invasions at our southern borders turning violent. Buses being overran. Kamala Harris, our vice president, attacking the border patrol agents who are just trying to enforce the law, giving in to fake news, attacking our cops. You have our cops pushing back on Kamala Harris, pushing back on the Biden regime. It is all starting to break. Biden's own party is pushing back on him. Democrat representatives essentially saying Joe Biden needs to mind his own business when it comes to attacking our Border Patrol and that he needs to get his ass down to the border. Joe Biden needs to go to the border himself. Kamala Harris could barely even be bothered to leave the airport when she visited the border. All of this, of course, mixed with Afghanistan, mixed with inflation, mixed with the general chaos on American streets. Places and big cities are getting more and more dangerous by the day, partially due to, of course, open borders. You have a financial crisis looming. You have a housing crisis looming. The American dollar has never been worth less right now people are starting to get fed up at it. Americans are starting to look at the cost of the gas when they fill up their tank, the cost of eggs and bread at the grocery store. Americans are starting to feel the policies of failure. They're starting to feel the policies of a failed state. And when Americans start to feel the policies, then things begin to change. And we are starting to see that now play out in the data. Biden approval continues to tank and CNN says the Democrats should be terrified, and indeed, they should. Joe Biden's approval has tanked nationwide and in key states, CNN says. All right, so let's focus in on Iowa, where this poll seems to emanate from. This poll by ace pollster J. Ann Seltzer. This is a big one and one of the best pollsters in the country. And this is just Unbelievably devastating. 31% of Iowans approved of how Joe Biden is handling his duties as president, while a whopping sixty-two percent disapprove. Biden's disapproval number is below the lowest number ever measured by the pollster. Donald Trump was at 35 and Barack Obama was at 36 for their worst. Wow. So Joe Biden is getting just tranched by Trump and Obama for his lowest approval rating ever measured. Incredible. This is a bad poll for Joe Biden and it's playing out in everything that he touches right now, said the pollster to the Des Moines Register. Biden's approval on pulling American troops out of Afghanistan stands at a meager 22%. Approval for his handling of COVID-19 now stands at 36%. That was, of course, the pillar that the entire rest of the presidency stood upon. Biden's handling of COVID-19 was what they were basing essentially their entire policy prescriptions on. Now that pillar has crumbled to ash this poll rightly understood as a blaring red alarm for not just Biden, but especially down-ballot Democrats in Iowa and elsewhere who will be running in the 2022 midterms. If Biden's numbers are anywhere close to this bad in other swing states and districts, Democrats hope holding on to their very narrow three-seat House majority is somewhere close to non-existent," said the pollsters. Yeah, very, very bad. Newsmax poll here says Biden's approval rating sinks to 44%. The public approval rating of Joe Biden has dropped to the lowest level of his presidency, with Americans appearing to be increasingly critical of his response to the coronavirus pandemic, according to the latest Reuters Ipsos opinion poll. Again, this is so important. These polls are corrupt. These are the polls that said that Hillary Clinton would be winning Texas, that Joe Biden would go ahead and win 40 states, that Hillary Clinton would win 50 states in 2016. These polls are irredeemably corrupt. So when they are saying that Joe Biden is toast, man, this is bad. The national poll conducted on September 15th and 16th found that 44% of U.S. adults approved of Biden's performance in office, 50% disapproved. Man, Joe Biden is now underwater essentially on all disapproval rankings. He is above 50%. That means that the plurality, the majority of Americans in all approval ratings now say that the Joe Biden presidency is a disaster. You can of course see that in so many different arenas, but the number one way to see what a disaster it is, is for the results of the people who have to live in this dysphoria, the results of the people who have to live inside of Joe Biden's America. It is a disaster. We have a heart-crushing interview here with a Texas mother describing exactly what life is like inside of her city now that Biden is running his open borders camps where you bring migrants in, criminal migrants in, and then you release them into the mainland of the United States of America. Go ahead and check out this heartbreaking interview with a mother from Texas.
3: And you say they don't have any support from the president, Kamala Harris, who is the border czar, or the border
4: chief? Yeah, they're, I mean... We would like to hear this actually get called what it is, which is a crisis. It is a border crisis. It's a humanitarian crisis. It's a, a health crisis. And, I mean, it's a security crisis right now. So, yeah, it would be great to have some support. And, unfortunately, our town, our community, our citizens and our agents, our, our DPS, our troops, no, nobody is getting that support.
3: Let's talk about that because when I checked into my hotel last night, the lady at the reception desk, she, she, she lives here she's concerned about the media covering this story the right way she said tell the truth tell what's happened in the town it didn't just start right here this has been going on for a long time talk about some of the experience at your house
4: um well we've had plenty of experiences we've had everything from DPS pursuit that ended in a bailout. We had illegals running through the back end of our property towards our house. We've had illegals that are loading out off of our property. You can visually see them. You can hear the door slamming. You hear the two honks. Um, We've had footprints um, uh, from illegals because there's nobody else on our property walking around at the middle of the night. Underneath our daughter's bedroom windows, recently, there was a group also recently that we chased from close to our back door. We chased them away from our house. Um, And it's It's terrifying to realize that with so many resources here at this moment, things have been getting bad, but they're, I mean, they're out of control at this moment to where even if we needed to call response time and being able to actually believe that someone's going to show up in a a timely manner to help, you know, God forbid something does happen. I'm not confident in
1: that. Nothing says it like that. Nothing says it like letting the real people talk, letting the human beings talk. We went to the border this last week. We did our podcast from the border between uh, Arizona and Mexico, between the United States and Mexico. We were in Yuma, Arizona. I was able to stand on the open border myself. I was able to stand directly in the middle of the border. We were able to do our podcast and we saw exactly what was happening down on the border. We saw dozens of migrants run through our shot, run directly through our podcast, and they ran right to a Joe Biden welcome center. It will shock you to know When you see this documentary on Turning Point USA, it will shock you to see that Joe Biden has indeed built structures on the border. They're not walls. They're welcome centers. They have bathrooms. They have water. They have seats. They have shade. And they have little pedestals to fill out your immigration forms and lie once more to the American government. They've already committed a crime by crossing into our country legally. Now they can commit more crimes by lying on federal documents. Well, we are not holding our breath to see What punishments may come? It seems like this is a crisis that will never end. And as the crisis increases, Joe Biden's approval numbers decrease. I suppose there's some cold comfort in that. There will be comfort on this podcast every single day for you, my fellow Americans, listeners. I am just so honored that you have been leaving us five star ratings, kind reviews, and that you are encouraging us and others to listen to the podcast. It truly is how we keep going on this channel, and it is indeed how we save this country, creating independent news and creating news that cannot be corrupted is exactly what we must do. It is the only way to keep the truth rolling and to keep this country alive. So please keep sharing and keep downloading this podcast. It really does make a difference for us. Thank you so very much. My name is Benny Johnson. This is The Benny Show. We'll be back tomorrow.